Hey y'all, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm your host, Ainsley B, and I can't wait to share with you some amazing guests on this season of the podcast. Our goal here is to help one another find, keep, and share our wild confidence in Christ. I'm so thankful you're joining us, and if you love the episode today, I'd be so grateful if you left a review or shared it with a friend. All right, all right, let's hop in. I can't wait to meet our guest today. Georgia Brown is a lover of Jesus and people. Born and raised in Arkansas, Georgia now calls Music City her home. She is a singer-songwriter, podcaster, and faithful servant who is passionate about prayer and about using her unique voice to share about his love in many ways. From posting encouragement on Instagram, creating inspirational music videos, releasing albums, and discussing real-life topics with a variety of guests on her popular podcast, Faith and Friends, Georgia's prayer is that her generation would come to know the reality of God's love and live an abundant life in the fullness of freedom. Let's meet Georgia. Y'all, my sweet friend is here. Georgia, welcome to Wild Confidence. Hey, girl. Thank you. I'm so I'm so excited just to hang out with you and all your friends. I know. I love that's why I literally love doing a podcast. It's like I just get to hang out with my friends and have regular Zoom meetings. So it's perfect. <laughs> literally. And I'm in my comfy clothes. I don't know about you. 100%. I don't know. I threw my hair up in a bun as soon as I woke up and I have not <laughs> done anything to it since. This is the best. Just the real mm-hmm. deal right here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I was just saying to you that I can't believe I haven't had you on sooner on the podcast sooner because you've been doing so many incredible things, but I want to talk about your latest mm-hmm. book. Hi God, it's me. Tell mm-hmm. me about the book and tell me what inspired it? Because I have all kinds of like questions for you in my head, but I want to hear from you first. Yeah. Oh girl, this is honestly, this book is such a testament of the Lord uh, because I wasn't out here in the streets trying to become an author, like for real. (laughs) Hi God, It's Me is a 20 day devotional to a stronger, more powerful prayer life. And honestly, it just begins with my own personal prayer life. In college, I had a moment where I kind of rubber hit the road and reality kind of smacked me in the face for the first time. Before that, you know, growing up, we did Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep and God is Great, God is Good around the table. And like, I knew the Lord's Prayer in church, our Father who art in heaven, like the back of my hand, because we did it every week. But if you were to say, hey, Georgia, like take five minutes and talk to God. Oh gosh, I wouldn't know where to start. I, I, I just felt like he was kind of far off. Like he knew me, he loved me. I love him. I would have claimed I knew him, but I didn't really know him, you know, and then in college, I started reading the Bible more and really like getting to know his heart more, but it was on my couch in my apartment where my roommate shared with me that she had went to a party and she was a little while and out and enjoying her college Friday night when all of a sudden things turned south and, you know, things went too far and she said no, and they didn't comply with that. And she just felt safe to share this with me. And that was the most humbling thing for me. But at this point in my walk with the Lord, I didn't feel confident enough to like take that moment and pray out loud over her and really lift her up to the Lord. Like, honestly, I just hugged her. Like, honestly, Ainsley, I was just like giving her a hug. And I remembered a movie that I watched called War Room. And so after mm. I sat there and I let her cry with me and I cried with her, I went back to my my part of our little apartment and closed the door. And I had a little walk-in closet in this college apartment. And I remembered that movie where that one lady 
prayed in her one closet. (laughs) And I thought, oh my gosh, I could do that. So I made my feet make their way to the closet floor. I sat down and I just literally cried out to the Lord so honestly and raw. I didn't feel, I didn't Mm. have all the right words, all the things. And I just broke down before him and I prayed for her and I prayed and prayed for her and for healing and for this situation because he could do something about it way more than I could. Naturally, there were things that we could do, but supernaturally to heal her heart and all that. Oh, that was something the Lord only himself could do. So that's what started my prayer journey. And every day since then, I sat in my closet, like for real. I sat there in my jammies and I would read my Bible and write a prayer for somebody and stick it on the wall and then get up and have to go to my 8 a.m. copyright law class and then go on and then the next semester and then the next move into a house with all of my friends. Guess what? Still had a walk-in closet, which is crazy because... I don't know about you, but Ainsley, in uh, Arkansas, my closet was just like a sliding door. Yeah. (laughs) You you don't always get walk-in closets. (laughs) No. And so for me and my journey with the Lord, like every move I've graduated now since then, but now the house that I'm in now, I do have a walk-in closet still. And that's where I meet with Jesus every morning. And no, it doesn't have to be a closet. It can just be a quiet place where you sit with the Lord outside in a chair, on your bed, somewhere comfy, cozy, and quiet. And a place where you can just meet with him, set aside the world, and just pick up the word and listen and reflect and lean in a little bit deeper. And so I, that was my personal journey. And then in the prayer closet, Ainsley, the Lord dropped in my spirit one day at the beginning of 2022, I was like praying. I was like, Lord, what's next? What's next? And it was the most audible voice of the Lord I'd ever heard, but it wasn't audible. It was like a big, just bomb dropping of joy in my heart. And it was just one word book and I was like okay (laughs) holy spirit is this that Mexican food I ate like like that you got the wrong girl because you see all of my friends do that like that's what my friends do I that's not me like that's their thing I just do the music thing I just do the encouragement thing I'll stay in the background you know yeah and he couldn't release me from it. So you know what I did? I'm like, I know your voice, God. I'm going to just reach out to people. So I reached out to Lifeway, Dayspring, and to one other publisher that I knew through like podcasting stuff. Lifeway was like, hey, we're not looking for anybody right now. I was like, okay, cool. Next person, publisher. Uh, they were like, sorry, Georgia, that's not our department. I was like, okay, cool. Did not hear back from Dayspring. I'm like, oh, well, I, I thought you said God, but whatever. So I just went on about my life. I did a lot of healing, a lot of growing, and I still sat down at my computer and tried to write a little something, but it was during that time that literally the Lord said, you're going to write a devotional on prayer. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So I write it on a note card, stick it on the wall with some little washi tape, forget about it. He told me that I'm like still going about my life. And literally a month and a half later, I get an email and it was from Dayspring. And Dayspring says, oh my gosh, we are so sorry. This has been in our drafts for over a month. We thought we sent this to you. We've actually been wanting to work with you for a minute. I Uh -uh. said, no way. This is crazy. And so I was like, perfect. I'm coming to Bentonville for uh, one of my besties weddings. Do you want to have a meeting in person? Because they're headquartered pretty much out of my hometown. So I went. It was great. Sis, I show up. 
The publisher has six different books in her hands, throws them on the table of the different designs it could be. We haven't even really talked much yet. Uh -uh. And she goes, I was just thinking, I really think that you should do a devotional on prayer. (gasps) And you're like, oh, funny. The Lord said the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. And so before you know it, hi, God, it's me was born. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I actually, that's what I was going to ask you is it was your prayer closet inspired by war room. Yes. Yes. I'm obsessed with that movie. Do you love that movie? Yes. It's so good. And so like that and, um, Mark Batterson's, is it prayer circle or circle prayer? What is it? Circle maker. The circle maker. Yeah. That, that book on prayer, like those two things were so revolutionary in my prayer life that I'm like, I love this so much. Okay. So you go in there every day. Yeah, even this morning, I had my cup of coffee, and guess what? My cat was in there before I was. (laughs) How long are you in there? Okay, it just depends on the season. I'm really soaking up this season I because I know it won't be forever. I'm post-grad. Right now, I'm in a season where I make my own schedule with what I do for work and stuff, and so I'm in there for like a good 45 minutes to an hour, but when I was in college... 30 minutes was a luxury. And I know when that mama season hits, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And so you got to really serve your season. But like today I took my sweet time, (laughs) which is super, super nice. And I'm glad you mentioned the circle maker, because if anyone's not read that, like I, I will never forget reading that book in my prayer closet. And so Draw the Circle, I think, is their 40-day prayer challenge with that book. Oh, Check yeah. out all of his stuff. And even for you, Ainsley, they have one for kids. It's called uh, Praying Circles Around Your Children. And you need to read it. It, it talks about how, like, I'm the parent... Yeah, write it down. It talks about how the parent is the prophet over the child in the gatekeeper to speak life into their destiny and future. Oh my gosh, I'm not even a mom yet. And this book has been blowing my mind. And that so incredible. all of our mamas need to read it because it's so true. Like what we speak over the next generation, I can attest to this as someone's daughter. Like it is yeah. so important. And you too, like we can For either, sure. you know, speak life or death and our prayers really prophesy over the babies. And so yeah. I'm just, I'm glad you brought that up, but I'm reading the kid book in my prayer closet right now. I'm, I have to get that. That is amazing. And I was actually speaking at a church the other day and I was saying how, like, how often are we walking in the prayers of our moms and our grandmothers? And we didn't even know it, yes. you know, like that we don't we're walking in these promises that were prayed over us and we all, we don't even know it all the time. And now it's our turn. Now it's my turn. You know, now it's like, Hey, this is my prayer for Goldie. I'm writing all this stuff down, but I cannot wait to check out that book. Oh, I love that. Okay. So here's my, I have two questions that are coming to my head. I'm trying to sort them out. First one, have you ever not wanted to go to the prayer closet slash war room and what do you do (laughs) if you're not in the mood (laughs) yeah there's definitely been days where I'm like like disobedience comes right or Mm. I mess up and I sin in a little bigger way than I would have liked to more than like you know gossiping or whatever just yeah yeah a thought a thought pattern letting the enemy really take my thoughts that's a big one that I have to like really get out of 
And there have been days where I have avoided the closet, like for real, where I just mm-hmm. don't go in the morning or the day got long and I didn't go in the morning. But by the end of the day, I'm at the end of myself and I have slept in there before. Because what? Yeah, I have a little, I have a little, okay. So from my college days, I know that sounds kind of crazy. In my college no, days, I, love I had it. a college I mattress topper that was so nice that I've kept it. And that's what I sit on in my closet. And so it's like a, a extra long twin mattress topper. So I sleep on it if I, if I, you know, really need some Jesus. And you know, what's crazy too is even in those college days, I roomed with my brother, my bro- my brother moved to Nashville and um, he was really going through it, having a hard time. And I come into the bathroom to put my makeup on and he was asleep in the closet. Oh. And so it's really sweet that, you know, when you dedicate an area to the Lord and, and here's another component too. I don't wear my shoes in there because I'm brought back to when, you know, Moses had that moment with God yeah. in the burning bush. And he said, take off your shoes for this is holy ground. holy ground for me to be able to, I don't take, I take my slippers off at the door and I, I, I go into my, my holy sacred place. Um, but yeah, on the days that I don't want to go in in all honesty, sometimes I don't go, or I've gotten to myself to this place where I still show up. Mm. And I think even when I don't want to pray and open up my prayer journal or even open the word, that's my safe place with him. And when I am feeling numb or not good enough, or the thoughts are literally like circling so big, or I don't know what to do next, or I can't feel like I'm hearing his voice. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you can hear his voice so clearly. And then out of nowhere, the enemy is making you doubt everything. Did God really say? Yeah. Sometimes I just sit and show up and then I look around. I look around at the walls of all these prayers that I've been praying Mm. for the past year. And sometimes I'll just sit there and read them or I'll sip my coffee in silence and just stay. I think too, we can get a little religious about our rituals in the morning Mm. or about what a quiet time should look like. I've even been guilty of this of like, okay, I got to read a chapter in the Bible, read my prayer or go in my prayer journal, tell God how I'm doing and then pray for someone else that worked for a season, but don't try to adapt what you did in a past season to a current season, just to fit what you've always done. You may have to ask the Lord, what does this season look like? What does today look like? Because every day with him is different. It's like meeting with your best friend. You don't go to the same coffee shop every time. Like you you can, and that may be true. But, you know, if you're on a friend, if your friendships are growing, you may go for a walk and walk with your coffee or go shopping or check out that new restaurant or whatever. Like every day Mm -hmm. is different. Your conversations are different. The stages of life that you go and grow through together. So it's been such a journey. and. Oh, I just, I love that. I wouldn't be me without it. You know, Yeah, (laughs) there's changed my life. Yes. Well, absolutely. I think I couldn't agree more with that. I think that is why whenever people are desperate, that's what they ask for, because whether they know it or not, that's the biggest thing you can give someone is, uh, uh, what is that? What am I trying to say? What does the Holy Spirit do for us? He's our helper with the and he Lord. Yeah, for Interse- intercession. That's yeah, the word I was yeah. trying to think of. It's a big it's word. Intercession, intercession is hard for someone. Like that is that is. If someone says they're going to pray for me, I'm like, oh, like I just thank you. I can't thank you enough because that's such a an important thing. And 
I think that you are this discipline that you have, that you're still willing to say like, Hey, this also, while it's such an important discipline, isn't, doesn't have to look the exact same every single day gives room for that freedom because then you remember that God doesn't just exist in your closet, that he can't exist in the restaurant or at the coffee shop or whatever, but being able to have a place, a designated place for these written out prayers put on the wall as a reminder especially as you're getting dressed, like a a place that kind of holds your clothes. I really love that it's the closet. My parents have this, um, have a war room in their house, but it's like behind a bookshelf. Like you open the bookshelf and you kind of crawl into it. It's very cool. Um, But I like that it's somewhere that you go regularly as opposed to, you know, you have to lift up a whole bookshelf. Um, But it's somewhere that you go every day to pick out your clothes. And then you see the prayers and you see these things on the walls, you're always surrounded by them as you're preparing for the day or preparing to kind of go into battle, if you will, when it comes to, you know, spiritual warfare and all of that, just without throughout your day. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it too, that I'm writing them down because I think for me, I need it to be like physical. I need yeah. to be able to physically write it out because I used to be at this point in my prayer journey where I like, I felt like Doug the dog from up where I would just be praying and I'd be like talking to God or whatever and be like squirrel and start thinking about this or getting tired or get distracted. And so by writing them down, I feel like I get to stay focused. And then by physically putting them on the wall and then having get up and go, it really has helped me release that person, that situation, that circumstance up to the Lord and letting it go and letting him do what only he can do. Like I've done my part, but now guess what? I'm partnering with the creator of the heavens and the earth, and I'm going to watch him answer it in his timing and the way that he answers it because he always answers and he always hears our prayers. It's just, he's, he's so much greater and bigger than our thoughts. He is Mm. higher. And so his ways are so much greater. So we cannot comprehend, but I've done my part to be able to petition and intercede on someone else's behalf. And it truly does make that yoke easy and that burden light because like, I wish I could heal your cancer or I wish I could really help your baby who's in the NICU. Like, yes, I can wrap around your family and do all the things. But when it comes to the supernatural, I'm going to pray for healing and intercede and I'm going to lift you up to the Lord and we're going to watch him um, do the miraculous, truly. Yeah, I I love that you just said that. I think that is something that probably I need to hear. That was probably for me is to be able to post intercession, let it go because, oh my gosh, like how we can hold on to things Uh that aren't ours to carry. And then it becomes part of our identity or an unhealthy codependent relationship because we're over-involved in someone else's stuff, you know? So I'm so glad that you said that. Okay. So I want to tell me about this. What the high God, it's me is a 20 days to a stronger, more powerful prayer life. How did you choose 20 and how can you do that in 20 days? Tell me about that. Oh, so fun. I think 20 is such a fun number. 31 day devotionals to me can sometimes seem overwhelming. It's like, oh, I got to commit to a whole month of this. I hope I can do it. Sometimes you get halfway through. Sometimes you surprise yourself and get your all, yourself all the way through. But with 20, I find it so significant because they say it takes 21 days to make a habit. And so let's create this new prayer habit together. In those first 20 days, I'll be there to be with you. And first of all, just 
within itself of being able to spend time with you in your personal time that you're setting aside to spend time with Jesus. Oh, golly, that is the most humbling thing ever. But then by day 21, I get to release you off to the Lord and it's just you and Jesus and you get to, you know, apply these things that you've learned. And so within these 20 days for the first half, we are breaking down Matthew six. It's really neat because, oh, the only thing that the disciples actually asked Jesus to teach them was not to cast out a demon, was not to do a miracle, turning water into wine or making the blind see the deaf hear. It was literally how to pray. Mm-hmm. It says this in Luke 11, one, it says, teach us how to pray. Like, yeah. and, but then Jesus's response was so beautiful to his disciples. He said, when you pray, pray like this. It wasn't a matter of if, as believers, he's expecting us to talk to him. If we are professing him with our mouth and believing in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we should be hanging out with him. We should be talking to him, getting to know him because they're, first of all, in this culture and in this crazy world, there's no way to survive it without him because your faith yeah. will get rocked because yep. the rain came and the wind blew, but my house was built on you, as this song said, because yeah. you gotta have that firm foundation. And so Matthew 6 is Jesus's response to this question. And so he says, When you pray, pray like this: Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And you go through the whole thing. Now, I grew up in church where this was called the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Well, as we will come to discover in Hi God, It's Me, this is not the Lord's actual prayer. John 17 is where Jesus is actually, he has his prayer of what he is praying for his disciples in the future generations to come and how he is sitting at the right hand of the father, making intercession for the saints, which is us. Hallelujah. I'm grateful he's praying for us. But Matthew 6 was the model because this was the question. How do we pray? Teach us to pray. Mm. We want to know. So he said, okay, well, when you pray, pray like this. And Mm. so it starts off with our father. Okay, let's break that down. So day by day for the first half, we're going to break this down. When you pray, do you pray to your father? Because that that's where we got to start off with. So first two days are heavy. We talk about fathers. A lot of the ways that we usually see God is through the lens of our earthly father, because that nuclear family, the mom and dad, like the children, like this is the way that it was designed to reflect heaven. But in a fallen world, we don't always do that. And there are many of us that, you know, their stories are like from so many extremes to like my best friend at 13, her dad got her a limo and a purity ring to I had no other friends that don't even know their dad's name or, you know, they were put up for adoption or they were been in foster care, like all the stories or their dad was present in the home, but he wasn't a dad, you know? And so let's unpack this together. Your story is safe here. I just want you to get pointed back to him on every page and for you to feel safe and loved. And so uh, your kingdom come, your will be done. All these things. How can you participate in heaven and bringing that here on earth? And then the rest of the devotional, the other half is what are some things that prayer is? So prayer is a priority. It is protection. It is powerful. It can change your perspective. Prayer is praise. All those beautiful, fun things. So it's really happy. And uh, I just love it because for me, I back to, I'm not going to write a devotional. I'm not supposed to write books. Um, 
for me, I knew that I never wanted it to just slap on a Bible verse and go on. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to actually get real and get raw because there's no junior Holy Spirit. Yeah. Truly. We need to be off the bottle in being able to chew the meat of God's word and really dive in and go deeper with him. And so this, although it is very happy and very colorful, this is for 13 to 93, like for yeah. real. My mama has gone through it twice and she's, <laughs> nine, she's 92 and she's so cute. Ainsley, she literally said, um, Georgia. You got me thinking differently about prayer. She said, I went through it once, but I didn't color nothing, but I'm going to do that the second time. <laughs> I said, oh, wow. So it's it's a lot of fun and it's very interactive. There's QR codes on every um, like day because I oh, know there's cool. certain types of learners. Like yeah. for me, I like to see it in front of me, but also like while I'm doing the dishes or folding my laundry, like tell me some more. So there's 20 podcast episodes with 20 conversations about wow. prayer. And can I tell you something so fun? Yeah. Sis. Okay. You know how we talked about war room? Yeah. Okay. So I just was dreaming all this up as we do. And I was like, I'm going to interview some of my friends. And I like had my whole bulletin board of like, okay, this episode, this person, all this stuff. So there were still empty holes. God was filling those holes. I got an, in, an inbox in my inbox one day in my email uh, because, you know, with my Faith and Friends podcast, I interview people all the time of just different books, movies, shows, whatever. Sure, so yeah. I get this, I get this, uh, this one email asking if I would be up to interviewing Karen Abercrombie. Now, that is the lady who played Miss Clara in oh. War Room. You are kidding. I was shook. She was promoting her new Pure Flix movie, which actually, y'all, it's so good. It's called Heaven Sent. And I literally got to what? thank the woman who changed my life. And so she's in this book on, on Earth as it is in heaven. So. Oh, uh, like, my gosh. How God. cool is that? Crazy. And you know what was so neat? She was telling me how that movie changed her life. How even playing that character changed yeah. her prayer life. And so it's just really cool. And God's like the best. I just love him. So for <laughs> that, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I love those full circle moments in that you had those spots and that the Lord was like, nope, I have those spots already full. You just watch, just watch this. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited about everything that you're doing. And I'm like, I I'm already thinking about a group of people that I want to like go through this book with. Is it good for groups to go through together? Like, where can we all find the book and get it and do it together? Yeah, absolutely. This, this would be great for small groups, for, you know, your sorority sisters, for moms mm -hmm. and daughters, for, you know, mentorship groups, like whatever. I love that it is very friendly. I love questions. I love fun. And so there's all of that. You can do the reflection questions on your own and then bring it together with your group. My best friend is hosting a Bible study and she wanted to do Hi God, It's Me. And so she has Aww. six girls that she's going through it with. And they'll come up to me at church and be like, hey, that was a really funny story about your toaster. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, wait, how good. <laughs> like, 
I think it's so sweet in a book to be able to share a little piece of your heart that you may not get to share otherwise. And so, man, oh man, this book is available anywhere books are sold, but a personal favorite is Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, I I came up with this saying the other day. I'm sure someone else has said it, but instead of right on time, it's right on prime, you know? (laughs) literally I'm like an Amazon freak like me too freak like I need to probably gotta uh, hide the packages from the value it (laughs) yeah oh I don't know at this point he's like you're a psychotic person and I know it so and he's like and I love you anyways (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like whatever you have a reason I guess Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing about this. I'm so excited to get it and do it with some people. And um, where can we keep up with you online so we can keep up with all of your projects? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I think you're the coolest ever. I I just love you. I hang out on Instagram mostly these days at I am George Brown. You can check me out there. I go live on Tuesdays and do like a little Bible study, which is super fun. So come and hang out for Bible study. And then I have a podcast called Faith and Friends anywhere you listen to your podcast. So hope to hear from you, friends. And get get your hands on High God's Me. It's a great present. And here's the deal. I just want to equip you with tools for your prayer belt. It, It is more than a book. It is seriously teaching you how to combat in the supernatural and bringing heaven to earth. And that, that is like, whoo, it's heavy, but it sure means a lot to me it. to be able to share that with y'all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Thanks girl. Thank you so, so much for spending time with us today and hanging out here on wild confidence. I hope that you feel encouraged and ready to tackle the day, feeling even more confident than you did before you started listening. I'd be so thankful if you left a review or shared this episode with a friend and I'll see you soon. Oh, don't forget. Let's connect on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Ainsley B and I hope to meet you there.